ask you something that's kind of fun. It's a little bit of left field, and I thought, you know, it's um, um, it's 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 not so heavy. It's not a heavy okay, question. Okay, I was going to say, is this yeah. going to be another situation it's where you ask gonna, me a question no, we have no, to no. cut the whole segment? No, 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 no. Okay. We're not cutting the whole segment here. Okay. This was this was the fun question that, you know, there, there, there's no stakes whatsoever. All right. So which Disney princess uh-huh. do you most uh, identify with? Oh. Yeah. Um, not to say that, oh, I am Tiana. Not, no, like, but I admire her panace, her, her go-getter attitude. She's musical. I'm well. I guess they all sing, so they're all technically musical. Um, Wait, is that a requirement? Do they have? No, they don't have to sing. No, they don't have to sing. What are the, what are the requirements? What are what are the requirements? Yeah. Are, are you actually a, a, requirements a, to be a, a Disney? Disney Diz, Diz. That's an S. Disney. Disney dispatcher. What? Disney princess. Oh, the, oh. Can oh, you Disney, spell Disney? Oh, not right now. No. <laughs> Disney princess requirements. Okay, read it off to us. Okay, Disney ooh, meeting the requirements. Oh, there's a height requirement. There's a, between five foot seven and five foot four. That okay. is very, very specific. All right. We're looking at the, the um, requirements to be uh, a costume. Oh. That's oh, a good point. Oh, You're oh, looking. Oh. I don't know, chat. I don't know if you heard Aurelia, but she said he's looking at the requirements to be a costume character. Yeah, I don't. Not the... not the not the uh, embodiment of or or the drawn. Version Here we go. Of How to become prince. an official Disney princess? That should do it. Um, have a primary role in an animated movie. Okay. Be human or become human like Ariel. Like Ariel. Um, don't be the primary star in the sequel. That's interesting. Wait, okay, so in Aladdin 2, who was the primary star? Was it Jafar? Aladdin. Oh, what? No, he's not a Disney princess. Yeah. Uh, All right, I'll see myself out. (laughs) Bye-bye, everyone. (laughs) Be royal, marry royal, or perform an act of heroism. (laughs) This is a weird one. Be a box office hit. Hey, Cypher, make sure you're a box office hit. Yeah. That's okay. Interesting. Well, um, so I... let's let's list off some of the ones at the top of our heads, and then maybe you Princess will... Leia. Princess Leia. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I, I like that you you acknowledge that obviously the Star Wars verse is part, part of, of Disney, the, and the so Disney therefore Princess Leia is... is literally a Disney princess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as long as singing isn't a requirement, she is the main star of quite a few episodes of. Uh, maybe uh, she sings in the Bacta tank. We just don't see it. <laughs> I wonder if she's ever was in a back to tank. That's another question for another day, though. Yeah. I'm oh, sure. there's a list of Disney princesses. Oh, okay. Are we surprised that this list exists? No, not at all. Former Disney princesses. Esmeralda and Tinkerbell were and were not now. Na- so te- what? <laughs> so technically, according to the uh, the internet of Disney Princess Wiki.fandom.com. Fandom.com, um, Tinkerbell was a princess obviously aurora was cinderella now bell uh, from beauty and the bell she's not a princess but yes beauty and the beast beauty and the beast sorry thank you beauty and the beast i love this like you got a snigger i got this i i I, again i I have this (laughs) i have my own heckler i have my own personal in 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 person heckler i'm trying to find 
Yes, Cypher, I just, I did say Beauty and the Bell. Go away, no one asked you. Thank you, Cypher. What are you trying to find? The the Princess Leia, I can't find her on here. Uh, I can't even find, like, her in the exclusion list or any, like, there is no It's reference. also possible that that website is not up to date. Oh, yeah, when was the last time this Oh, actually, this no, they, ha they had that new Chinese, uh, or, um, I don't, sorry, I don't know if she's Chinese, but she's the one with the dragon. Yeah. This one? Yeah, Raya. So that came out. Yeah, so th this is fairly up So maybe... So so the Disney princess, the one rule, one of the rules was animated. And she's in animated stuff. She's in animated stuff, but she's not known for animated stuff. It doesn't say be known. It says be in. Yes. Okay. But primarily all of these young ladies are in animated stuff. Look, I was going to give you... No, I'm no, no, hold on, hold on. Look at this, look at this, look at this layout. Official. Each of the following 13 women have been certified as official Disney princesses. These, these, these princesses fall into the requirements listed above. Okay? Okay? Okay. Scroll up. Where's the requirements? Yeah, like I said, <laughs> someone hasn't been looking at this website. And also, I think you were going way too much into the weeds on this one. You said Princess Leia, and I was going there with you. Okay. And you could have ended it right there and discuss why you feel like you you um, relate and are most like Princess Leia. Okay. Um, so let's, she's, let's let's go with that. She's bold headed. Hmm. Like she will. She does like when she has something in mind, she will do it. Like it doesn't matter. Like oh, don't do it. You're in danger. That's okay, great. So she, I'm going to go get she, it done. She is as stubborn as you are. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, and. Have you also. Like she hates politics. Even though she's a pol politician, she mm -hmm. hates like the runaround politics. Like she's willing to debate and like talk and like try to figure things out. But when people are just like spinning their wheels and obviously spinning their wheels, she's like, uh-uh. Yeah. Nah. This isn't how this is going to go. Did you uh, watch Leia in Obi-Wan? Uh, Leia as a uh, young kid. Oh, as a young kid. Yeah. Okay. As For a... some reason, I was like trying to associate adult uh, Leia with Obi Wan, and I'm like, that wasn't the case. Adult so Leia just... be... starts from a young kid. That's true. Yeah. And then before that, a little baby. A little baby. <laughs> and before that, never mind. Um... That's a that's how small babies are to Quentin. Little this big. This this big. This is how babies. They're basically pop vinyls. <laughs> <laughs> every every one of us starts as a pop vinyl. All right. Uh... Cypher says, here it is. Princess Leia is not a Disney princess. To be counted among their ranks, a proposed heroine must induct, must be inducted at a special ceremony at one of the Disney parks. And this has not happened for Leia yet. That sucks. That means that she is. Okay. Well, again, we have a Leia right here. Uh, Bold-headed and stubborn. I want, yeah, there's, there's no information about her at all on this website. But um, yeah, I I don't care. I, she counts in my opinion. If yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna spend that kind of money and own the Star Wars franchise, I mean, I mean, I mean technically in the list there there are a number of the girls that are listed as Disney princesses, and they're not princesses, but they're mm -hmm. listed as this, they're recognized as Disney princesses. So that's why I am giving you this this freebie to Thank call you. Leia a Disney princess. When I was listening to another podcast that kind of spawned this idea, um, they kind of uh, 
they kind of skated over all the expanded universe of other potential princesses ever since the Marvel, Disney, Lucasfilm acquisitions. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that you brought up Leia. For, um, are you still on this? I'm trying to find... Like, Can I, we can we move off of... I'm listening to you. Don't worry. I'm listening to you. I'm just... You want to know where my brain is at? Is the fact that this, this Disney princess wiki does not even, like, talk about how, like... Uh, Cypher was talking like here it is all that stuff this website that's supposedly the end all be all doesn't even like talk about like why she's not or anything like that like this information that we got from Cypher mm-hmm. very very good information very like I agree. clean and precise I and agree nothing there doesn't even like doesn't exist but you don't need to look it up because guess what huh. Cypher found it for us Nope. All right. So moving on. I have ADHD. I, and I'm trying to help you like stay on, tar- on What's topic. What's yours? So mine for me would be Ariel. Why? Because I um, like to try new things, even if it kind of is dangerous. And while I was somewhat rebellious with my parents, I had a lot of great friends who... Um, you know, kept me safe, so to speak. I also grew legs. That's why on land I, I have legs right now. I That's feel the... like you were the kid that was like, I'm an adult. I'm 16. In England, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of. I, I, I definitely tried to pull that card a number of times. <laughs> it didn't go anywhere, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. God damn it, you dude. What? <laughs> You're still on it. <laughs> It doesn't... <laughs> Still on it. It's just the fact that they... I'm oh gonna... my gosh, there it is. She's one of the protagonists, blah, blah, blah. No, she's... <sighs> she might be a princess in waiting. Because she... The, the, the qualification of what um, Cypher was talking yeah. about. Like, she's... Like... Just behind. Like, she's not... She's, she's not, also she's this not completed tall. This tall. Not, not this tall. This tall. Right. Um... <laughs> Which means she doesn't qualify to be an actress for herself. No, I just... That, that was... Anyway. Yeah, no, I... 100% could see you doing that. Mom, I'm 16. I'm an adult. It still to this day kills me that that's in the movie. I'm an adult. No. No, you're not. <laughs> so, okay, this is the one thing I'll allow you to look up unless Aurelia wants to answer this from the other room. What year did... Uh, Little Mermaid come out the original one. Hello. What? 1982. 1982. Oh, okay. Let's, let's see. Let's see. I already typed it in, so it's just got a uh, drag. It's trying. What was the year? No, no. Oh, is she cheating? Can you can't just have her phone out? Okay. She's not looking. What's your What's your final answer? Well, I'm gonna guess 82. 82. Eighty-nine. Okay. I was. You I was, were. You were right. Right. It like right there. I was thinking that maybe. Uh, I was. I was thinking that maybe the, uh, the the comment about being an adult at sixteen was because the movie came out, maybe in the, I don't know, much earlier. Okay. When when age of consent and all that other stuff was kind of like we don't know yet like we don't know what's you know do we have proper. moral guidelines we don't nah. have guidelines yeah <laughs> but no 89 yeah definitely 18 was the 
was the the cutoff for adulthood. Mm -hmm. So it it is weird that that that's actually in the movie. Yeah, uh, I'm 16. I'm an adult. Yeah, yeah. No, again, if we're going via, you know, if, if this is set in. Well, I guess that would be the thing. The movie itself is not set in 1989. It's set in the century, like way back when, when they mm -hmm. had boats and pirates and, you know. We have boats now. Right, but that's the that's the main means of transportation across large bodies of water, the okay. boats, not aviation. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much for giving us that quick historical like reference. Um, but back then also, the age of marriage and consent was younger, like... You you could argue that at the time that Ariel supposedly lived, sixteen was adulthood. Mm -hmm. I mean that that would that would be my like devil's devil's uh, advocate, devil advocate argument yeah. Yeah. is, and obviously I don't agree on that. Mm -hmm. um, I still even think to a certain degree in this day and age, even eighteen is a little bit too young for for certain activities and and. Um, and things. rights and other things, yeah. uh, but it's not what we're here to talk about. Um, but yeah, I, I I feel like because of her like like pseudo rebellionism um, and a very like positive outlook on what's on the other side of uh, of the of the end of the water or whatever. What 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 could happen over there? That's that's kind of how I am. Like I'm I'm like definitely skeptical about things, but I'm I'm excited to try new things out as long as it doesn't kill me. Like, I'm not going to like, yeah, I'm excited to fall on some spikes. Let's see what happens. Like, I'm not, <laughs> not about that life. How's this feel? Yay! So, over the past couple of weeks, something has uh, rose in internet memes on t Twitter and, and TikTok and whatnot. And that's AI. And more specifically, AI images and AI chatbots like chat uh, GPT. And it's, it's very interesting that it's all happening right now. Like, in the month of December 2022... It's all like everybody found lens. Exploding. It just exploded yeah. out of nowhere. But I want to ask you, like, have you seen these images? And mm -hmm. what, what, what are your thoughts on, 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 I on this? I have no problem with them as long as you don't say that you made it. Okay. Like, you can say, I taught an AI to make this because there is, like, a kind of little bit dive dived into i i dipped my toe like my pinky toe okay i would say and from what i've seen is like to get a really good image you have to sit there with like an actual program not just one of the websites that you go on and you punch in a bunch of words go ah, ha, ha, look at that it made an image you take an image and you can like revise it and revise it and revise mm -hmm. it and get it better and better and better and to teach an ai to do that and take the time to do that that's awesome and you did teach an ai to do that and right. that's a hundred percent true but to say it's your art that you drew is just flat out lying and okay. that's where i draw the line is like to say like i made this mm -hmm. is not 100 percent true i taught an ai to make this yes and that i will say like you did the work you did it so what if this particular individual made a piece of art uh -huh. and they said i taught an ai to draw this uh -huh. but they're selling it um I would un I, the, honestly the, the my my knee jerk reaction is well what's the the EULA the end user license agreement of the program you use to make it sure like yeah do they get a percentage or something because again like if you took the time to make the art and someone knows that it's AI art mm -hmm. that you took the time to make and they're willing to pay for it 
and there's no problem with like the program you use they right. don't have any like rights to the whatever okay as long as everyone's on the up and up yeah. that doesn't bother me it's when someone goes yeah i i made this i drew it like i've, I've actually seen it art like happen multiple times of like i made this and people are like that's ai art and they're like well yeah i made it and it's like no you told an ai to make it and don't get me wrong again you probably took the time. It wasn't just, again, the website that you just punch in, LOL, and boom, you get a picture. You took the time, but you didn't take the the time and the skill set that it, the level that someone who's a true artist did. Right. And so just own what it is and you're fine. I, I think the really cool uh, rise of the AI is that it is showing a new dimension of creativity that when people look at it, it does blow your mind a little bit. Like I've never seen a photo like that ever before. And now we're seeing people actually draw photos in the style of AI. So it, it's kind of weird to a degree that AI art has also created a whole new stylistic feeling and emotion that we've never really had before. It's very interesting that it's very like an, a piece of AI art is very like... When you start seeing a bunch of them, you start recognizing, like, how they look. Yeah. And somehow you can just recognize them, but it's just, it's, there's something about them that you're just like, yeah, that's AI art. Yeah. But, like, to say what it is, is hard. When, especially when there's these iteration versions, not just the ones that are like, clearly it's AI art because the guy has 16 fingers on one hand mm -hmm. and then a box on the other, but it's made out of flesh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's something about it that's just very like obvious yeah the question that i'm curious on is like obviously this is getting better and better faster and faster right as these bots learn and stuff and it's like what comes to the point where it's going to be hard to discern which one and then how is is there any way of like I don't want to say policing that but like saying like you did you 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 taught a bot you didn't actually draw it yeah, I mean... Like, there, once we get past that point, what do we do? There's... I don't know. Like, there, there, there's there's a lot of questions right now about how to deal with the reselling of AI art. And also on the reciprocated... Uh, on, on Not reciprocated, but on the flip side, there's a lot of people that are taking, like, art that people have drawn and then putting that into AI and completely like messing it up from the art, the original artist's point of view. Mm -hmm. And then someone's saying, yeah, I took so-and-so's art and I put it in here and look how much better it is. And then this other artist is getting no money from the potential selling of whatever that art is. I mean, there, there are talks and I'm sure there, there already are some NFTs out there of AI art. Mm -hmm. um, but that there are definite talks of, of that kind of being on the rise to a to a small degree with those with that niche of people. Hey Chai, you are not late. We're talking about AI art and AI generated um, content. Yeah. But no, I we, we had a in our Discord server, and um, if you haven't checked out our Discord server, we have a Discord server. And we'd love to have you come by. Um, we we had an individual say, hey, if you put somebody's art into one of these AI programs like Lenza, which is probably the most popular program to consumers right now. Okay. Ask the artist first. And if mm -hmm. the artist says, hey, don't put my stuff in there, don't put their stuff in there. Because the problem is Lenza specifically 
has the rights to whatever you are submitting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have the rights to submit it in the first place, nope. then. <laughs> no, nope. I don't know. I mean, like, so, so I had a friend commission a portrait of me dressed as an X-Wing pilot. Okay. And uh, I think one of the things I want to do this Christmas, uh, this holiday season is, is finally go to Michael's and get a frame for it and print it out on a nice, you know, paper, cardstock, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if I were to take that and add it into Lenza and tell Lenza, like, I want more Star Wars-y this and more, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, Star Trek as well, too. Why the hell not? Yeah. I, I like both. Um, and I showed him, ooh, he'd be pissed. Yeah? Yeah, he would be yeah. utterly pissed. Because one, I, I told him right out of the gate, I love your work. Mm. So to change his work without his permission... Uh, and not like giving him the heads up as a friend. Yeah, that was kind of like a like a low blow. And then on top of that, yeah, if I change it with a third party company, as you said, they now have the rights to his stuff. But that gets broken by the fact that you never had the rights to give in the first place. So that's got to be so muddy, so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't do, imagine. Do they, do they get the rights the moment you like put it into the bot? Yeah, whatever you upload into the bot to spit out is theirs. Like and it's, they, it's the upload itself that gets turned into theirs, not the output. Or, well, both, I guess. I'm assuming both. I, I haven't actually read the full EULA. Yeah. I, I, I read a couple articles, one on The Verge and mm. one on, um, I think, uh, Motherboard, um, alluding to the same thing. Like, everyone's using this thing and no one's looking at the EULA. Like you are, you are giving up your, not your identity necessarily, but if you are submitting pictures to this, you are giving up your rights to those images, or at least, at least they have the right to use your image in any way they see fit. Right. So they, if you spit out an amazing piece and they go and make it into a billboard and put it onto a sign and then they sell it or something like that, you make nothing off of it, but they make everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd be very curious what happens, like, what it, what is the process of, like, what you're saying? They make that billboard, but it's like, you didn't own the thing to begin with, and so you never had the right to give them, like, are you on the hook? Are they on the hook? I would think you would be on the hook. Oh, I, I think definitely I would be on the hook, because uh, I was the original the catalyst. Yeah, I was the, the, the original catalyst, yeah. and, and so the artist would just kind of... The artist would turn to me to say, "I never gave you the, I never gave you the the permission to to do that thing." And then Lenza would say, "Well, you clicked agree. That's not our fault if you didn't read it. Yeah, that's why we have a T and C for you to to agree to. Yeah. So they've already covered their ass, mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, I think at the end of the day, um, it does lead to a new a uh, uh, new area of of exploration in in this art." Um, because it is, it does um, have a very avant-garde look and feel to it. One that uh, we only see once in a while. Mm -hmm. And now that people are kind of getting used to the look of AI art, I think, I don't know, maybe people that have kind of brushed art aside, something might happen where they go, oh, actually, I like that painting. Where is that? Oh, it's in the mm -hmm. Louvre. Let me go. Maybe next time I'm in France, whenever that is, I'll go. <laughs> I I'm frequent the, it. <laughs> I frequent it every 20 years, but I that's how long I frequent it. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I don't know. It, it's 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 a long it's it's a long toss, but it's a possibility. Yeah. I'm what I'm very curious on is when we're going to start seeing 
really professional artists, but a professional AI artists, because like to talk to a bot, the like it's the same as like like IT work. Like half of IT work mm -hmm. is just knowing how to talk to Google to get the answers you need. Yeah. Like knowing knowing how to type things in just the right way to get the the answer quickly and stuff versus just like my computer is not working like right. knowing how to do that is a different skill set. Right. And when we start getting people who are professional AI trainers, mm -hmm. that's when I think things are going to get really interesting of like what's going to happen with art and stuff of yeah, what's going to happen. I mean, the the next I guess logical evolution of this AI art is AI animation, right? So Ooh. taking taking animation from like Disney and and whatnot and saying, make me a 22 minute film with this stuff. I want the protagonist to do this. I want the the heroine to do that, and the uh, the antagonist to do that. I want it to take place in uh, 1924. Um, on the streets oh of Lord. Germany. You're not wrong. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It would it would be extremely fascinating, but also what about all these like animators? I mean, one of the one of the YouTube shows that I watch um on Saturdays is basically animators reacting to other animators doing like 2D, 3D CGI drawing and stuff like mm -hmm. that and just being wowed by it. But if AI art comes up, are they out of a job or do they just do they then take that AI animation and then put their own tweaks into it? Um, and again, we're under the assumption that this AI animation is at the top top. Like, obviously, it's going to it's going to gradually get up there. Yeah, it's not going to start Pixar level. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's going to start. But again, level. but again, even Toy Story, when you and I first saw Toy Story, that freaking blew our minds. Mm -hmm. Well, it blew my mind. Yeah, it was just amazing. And now we look back at it and it's like, that's kind of janky. But it started somewhere. And yeah. so that yeah. could happen. No, I, yeah, it's, I feel like it's just going to evolve those people's jobs, honestly. Like if AI gets to that point, it's going to make it so they're, like, it's just, it's just going to evolve their jobs and make it better. It's just going to make it like more, like they're going to be able to do more things because at a professional level, they're going to be the people that know how to, like train the AI and then they'll have the, the programs and stuff to also like tweak it to be movie theater level. Yeah. So I think that's, that's the main thing is it's going to be just a, an evolution of their job. I mean, animators started out with just like layers of slides, right? They had like, okay, we may need to make a movie. So we're going to have a slide behind this layer, behind this layer, behind this layer. And we're going to move this back layer. So it looks like the background's moving and we're going to slowly move it. And we're going to go frame by frame because it's on sheets of glass. And then there's the camera. Like it used to be so much more involved than just like sitting yeah. at a computer and just moving things around and stuff. Right. And like, then we had like mocap come along and mocap changed things. But now it's like, it's very interesting because like mocap is a huge thing, but then there's still like, the whole thing with like Call of Duty where it's like, oh, all the reload and gun animations are hand keyed. And it's like, no, 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 we didn't use mocap at all. Right. We we hand keyed everything. And yeah, you can see the difference. Oh, yeah. That's there. And so it's just like the that level of like see the difference level if to, to muddy that. I think we're still. I would say probably like a decade out from like 
to muddy that level. I don't, I, I don't disagree. I, 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 I do feel that we are still decades away from AI animation uh, um, being a threat to anybody's job. Passing the Turing test. <laughs> but what if it does? Like, what if it does get to the point where one day we are watching a YouTube short and we're like, oh, that was pretty good. And then at the end, like, this was all AI. AI voices, voiceover, AI music, AI animation, like, mm. everything. And then they show in how-to. And the guy writes, like, maybe a paragraph worth of 50, 50 sentences, but that's all he writes is just that initial prompt and it makes the whole video because so this brings up my next thing which is chat gpt i don't know if you've uh, taken a look at this mm. this is a chat ai okay all right your skepticism you're probably you might be very excited not excited but you might be um amazed at this like okay. this thing can fix code you can copy and paste lines of code in there and it will find the broken code for you. That's cool. It can also, and the chat GPT engineers have tested this, it can chat, you can have that chat GPT in the future chat with, oh, I don't know, customer service. They had the chat GPT talk to Comcast customer service for one of their engineers and uh, using Ch chat GPT, they, they actually saved $10 a month. <laughs> Yeah. That's amazing. So, like, it, it does lead credence to the fact that we are getting to a point where, not to be scary or, or fear-mongering or, or anything, but that the use of AI used properly in the right hands, it can be quite exciting. Like, being able to fix code without having to look for, like, I put an extra space in there or I put an extra symbol that didn't need to be there the AI will just find it for you, whether you have to copy and paste into to chat GPT or future code blocks will just automatically do that for you. I don't know, but it's it's definitely one of those things that um, um, we, we look at bots and we, you know, like the bot that I have here on Twitch, I have to set a timer every, um, every 30 minutes. I have to let the chat know there's going to be a 90 second ad break, but I have to set a timer on my bot to do that. What if AI just did that they just knew to do yeah. that you know and so it's 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 those things that if used properly i can totally see ai being um just like we use our cell phones for looking up google and mm -hmm. looking up other things being a good tool in our tool belt and the only downside i see is there could be some aspect of creativity going out the wazoo because when you and I were in high school, we had to write a paper on, you know, the, you know, the ancient Egyptians or something like that. We did the research, yeah. you know. I did it in books. You might have, because uh, you're a little bit young, younger than me, you might have had a little bit more internet access than I did. But you still did the research. Mm -hmm. Chat GPT can just do it for you. It's a hard one. And there's no way right now, because I don't think ChatGPT saves the stuff on like some sort of internal database. They might. That, I'm sure they do, but it might not be public. Mm. So you could write a report on ChatGPT and submit it as your own. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, again, I don't know if anyone's I've, ever tried that, but I'm saying like... Yeah, I'd be curious how, the, how that'll change like schooling and stuff, because it's like... 
it's like the whole growing up, you know, you'll never have a calculator in your pocket thing. You'll never, you'll, you won't always have a calculator. You need to be able to do this thing. And then it's like, now we have calculators. Yeah. And now we have like things where you can literally write out entire equations right. using a digital pen right. and then have the thing solve it and right. then give you step by step of how it solved it. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's going to be something like that where it's going to be like you learn how to do it yourself at first and then you learn how to use the tools of the era to speed up your process. Sure, because we don't use an abacus anymore, you know? Right, That's we, don't, a, we don't use, I don't, I, when was the last time you sat down and wrote down an equation? However, we still know, we still, we didn't know why the quadratic equation is the way that the quadratic equation is. Right. But... Um, I don't want to assume, but I feel like kids these days, what they might know what it is, but they might not know how it actually is working on a graph. Mm. And while you you might argue, well, why do they need to know that? Though, if they need to know that, they you know they can learn that at the job or something like that. But I feel like there are certain there are certain like backbone things, especially when you get into more intricate math or more intricate science, that you kind of need to know. Not by searching, just by knowing. Mm. And utilizing AI, there, there might be some steps skipped. Mm. Well, that's what I was saying about you need to learn the theory first before you start using the tools of the era. You need to learn how to do this equation on pen and paper mm. and know how to do this just without any electronics and then use know how to use it to advance yourself in tools of the era it's just like that when they uh what was it back in like 2007 like they they made the first uh auto tuning guitar oh did like, they something I didn't like know that. that yeah okay. it was it was literally like you you it like would do everything automatically i don't okay. know if that's still around or whatever but like i'm still here for that i still like if i got back into guitar and everything i would love that right but i would also want to know how to do it myself first right just in and case. Well, like, just in case and just to know, like, what it's doing and know what to look for and know if it fails and know, like, that, those kinds of things of, like, you should know it first and then use the tools of the time to make it better, make it faster, make it whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's going to be a lot of the AI stuff of, like, you need to know how to do this yourself and then we can combine that with tools of the era to make things make life better. Make things easier, and we're not we're not going to worry about the abacus. <laughs> it's it's like the argument of uh, that that like studio musicians have like going into a studio. You have this giant soundboard, and you mm -hmm. got these amazing um, like vacuum tubes and all these like monitors and great mics and speaker, all, all all the things. Yeah. Versus just doing it on GarageBand or doing it with uh, Adobe Audition and using Fruity Loops and all those other like synthetic alternatives that are great um but a lot of people don't know that they come from these physical things mm. like the the ui of some of these software look like the actual top boxes that you would find in a studio hmm. but if you tell a kid that like oh that's cool like they don't they, they there's a little bit of a disconnect mm. there's not a respect for it and so i think that's kind of where i'm coming from is that yes? You you do need to have a uh, the the theory behind it. I agree with you on that, but there is a little bit of a disadvantage of not uh, of kind of like getting the theory, but then saying, okay, I know the theory. I'm just going to skip ahead and just plug in numbers and do the thing. 
Mm. Like getting the theory and and this is the old man in me <laughs> kind of going through the, tr- the the drudgery of figuring it out mm. and then coming up with the answer and then finding out, hey, actually, you could just use this app and it would show you the answer. Like, well, that's real frustrating, but now I know how to do that. Mm. I think the balance there, my, my knee-jerk reaction is the balance there is something between something you're just learning and something that you're maybe passionate about. Because if I go to school and I'm just in high school and I just need to pick an elective and I'm like, music, yeah. sure. And I just go through it and I'm not looking to get into band. I'm not looking to really do anything. I'm just here to like, it's just an elective. Get the credit. Yeah, I'm just getting the yeah. credit. I'm just here. I can kind of see what you're saying of like that, that other side of things where people are just like, I, I don't really care. Like, mm-hmm. it's not really for me because they're not going to pursue it. Right. For someone who is pursuing it, on right. the other hand, that's when I feel like all that needs to be kind of a little bit more like, hey, you should know where this all comes from. So I, I think that's kind of my problem with education is that um, I, again, old man in me, I want to respect why certain things are being educated. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of ingrained into me by my parents. And I, and so anytime you and I are doing a boring training, sorry, it happens, we do boring training. <laughs> but anytime we're doing a boring training, uh, as much as I might have like, you know, uh, Pokemon Go on my phone, I'm also like looking up and researching things pertaining to the training because I do want to learn that stuff. But then I do also look around and people are just scrolling on TikTok and Twitter or whatever. And I'm like, mm. and I feel like so disconnected. Like, am I the only like brown noser here? Like, why, <laughs> why is that the case? But it really does come down for me is that not only respecting the person that is teaching it to us, but also because there is a bigger reason that something is being taught. And whether mm. it's going to be right on the table and explained, this is why we are teaching you the, you know, how, how to do this crazy math equation that you're only going to see on a chalkboard in goodwill hunting Mm -hmm. this is why we're teaching it to you because this is a good base to learn patience like no one's going to say that but that's Mm -hmm. how i that's how i see certain things so when when i see shortcuts like ai i get excited about it but then i also get saddened that there are kids these days and there are going to be kids in the future that, you know, yeah, they, they, they don't all have to go through the drudgery that we went through, but I feel like there's not going to be the kind of understanding that we have mm. of, 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 of Again, just kind of I basic feel like things. That's, that's just like a difference between a passion and just like something that just is getting done. I, but I was not passionate about biology, but I loved taking it in. It's not passion. It's just, I'm learning about your body and how you know and then you know plants work and photosynthesis and 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 earth sciences like okay i don't care about that stuff mm-hmm. really but i knew there was a bigger reason yeah but you, know? you got you got the you got the just just learning thing you got the just learning aspect of biology the level of biology that's more of like this is my passion is probably a lot more than you ever learned right but but i'm saying is that my willingness and open openness to to learn whatever is being taught whether whether i feel like oh this is such a waste of my time or not the respect that i'm given of the coursework of the trainer whomever or whatever it is Mm. i feel like that something is going to be lost because there's 
Because someone's going to say, oh, I wish I knew that. Oh, let me just go look it up. And then they're going to know it for five seconds and then just leave. And that's how, like, that's how educational podcasts are. That's how TikTok is. Unless you do a TikTok, half, a TikTok hack immediately or you save it or you do it enough times, more than likely you're not going to do it. You're like, oh, that's really cool. And then you're, you know, on with your life. you're going to move on with your life. Aurelia learned a TikTok hack the other day to reshape or not reshape, but like you know, how to put a scarf over her, her head properly so it covers the back of her neck and everything. And she she did it. But, you know, for the most part, all the other TikTok hacks that we see on a daily basis, you're like, oh, that's cool. And then you move on. Then you move on. Yeah. That, I mean, that kind of is why, like, kind of leaning into that a little. That's kind of why I am very selective with my uh, likes or hearts or whatever mm -hmm. the platform uses. Like, my my list of likes is not incredibly long for any platform because okay. it's like the things that I want, like if I'm going to go to my history of likes, I don't want to just see everything I saw today. And okay, this made me go, you know, that make that, make that like slight push of air out my nose, like slight extra push of my, of air. So I'm going to like it. No, no, it needs to be something where I'm like, I'm kind of basically saving this. Yeah. And that's when I'll, I'll, I'll like something. And I can go back to it and I can look at it and look at the thing, but not a lot of people treat their likes or hearts or whatever like that. I and, can see that. And so I actually yeah. use it like as a a history list I can of things that are worth going back to. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Well, folks, um, thank you so much for watching and are listening here on Twitch. We do this every other Thursday. On the 29th of December, that is a Thursday, we, we do plan, like we're penciled in to do this, but we might not. So just pencil us in into your calendars uh, accordingly. Um, we, uh, we'll put it on Discord and all the other places. Uh, if you want to watch this and or listen to this after the fact, you can check us out on Anchor, Instagram, and over at YouTube. And OnlyFans. And my OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash LazyTechTony. Yes, that is a real URL. Go subscribe for free. Um, are you subscribing? I'm not right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> we're, we're in business mode. We that's, are in that's, business that's, mode. That's for that's later more tonight. Fun mode. Yeah, that's, that's... All right. Uh, but if you want to follow us individually, where can people find you, Quentin? On Instagram and Xbox at Firewall. You can find me those places under Lazy Tech Tony. And until the next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Later. Bye, guys. <laughs>